Welcome back to another week of Roommates with myself, Cardell Jones, and Tyvis Powell, brought to you by Letterman Road. For all your latest and greatest Buckeye news, follow those guys at LettermanRoad.com or check them out at LettermanRoad.com. Follow them on Twitter at Letterman Road. Um, Tyvis, what's up, man? Let's jump into it, man. A lot of things going on in sports this week. It is. Um, Clearly, we got the NBA Finals. We got some... uh, we got some major golf right around the corner. The Memorial is this weekend. So um, that's going to be a good one. It's always great to have that right in your backyard here in Columbus, Ohio. Yes, it but, is. Um, and then, of course, you know, we always can talk about our Buckeyes, our Buckeye football until we blew in the face. So, man, let's <laughs> pop it up with some of this NBA basketball, man. What you think about? You know your Lakers being down. I ain't gonna call them. Uh, whoa! I ain't gonna call them. I can't say whoa. <laughs> the Lakers whoa. and uh, LeBron James been down three two to the Suns, man. Man, what do you think about that? You think the Lakers on the rope or what? They definitely on the rope. Obviously, um, you know, for them, it's a lot that go into it. You know, they, you know, they won the they won the championship last year, and you know, they had a shortened off season compared to everybody else. So, you know, their bodies is tired. Plus, you know, they. LeBron is up there in age. Then you had to deal with the injuries all throughout the season. So, you know, they never been really full strength. Come back to the playoffs, you know, the first game, obviously they lost to the Suns. Uh, but the next two, they was rolling. You know, they did really well. Then Anthony Davis went down with this groin injury. And now it's like, you know, we need LeBron. Well, we, I, I don't really care. <laughs> they, need, they need LeBron to, you know, go back to those uh, – Back to them Cleveland Cavaliers in the Miami Heat days where, you know, he just take over the games for the rest of the series because, you know, that groin injury is serious. I don't know if Anthony Davis is going to make it back for the uh, series or not, but the Suns do look legit right now. You know, they're playing some team basketball. I mean, last night, man, I, I watched like the first quarter, man, and they just – they was flying around, man, and they was hitting shots. They had all the energy. So I kind of knew where that game was kind of going to go. So, yeah, yeah. They, they 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 pinned the – they, yeah, they they on the ropes, man. Yeah. <laughs> they no, on the ropes. When I was in Arizona, I had an opportunity to go out and watch the Suns play in person. And, um, yeah, like you said, they playing team ball. I mean, without Devin Booker, I mean, the – Clearly, the the household superstar name there uh, is everybody's just playing their role. That's what I really like about them, but not trying to make this about the Suns or the Lakers. But, you know, I remember, you know, about a couple of years ago when the whole basketball greatest LeBron, Jordan, Kobe, all this stuff was going on. And they made some comments about LeBron. Oh, uh, he never been he never been eliminated in the first round of playoffs. Well, he got a great opportunity, <laughs> you know. Like, man, pulling uh, always pulling for the Cleveland guys, Northeast Ohio guy, Akron guy. Yeah, um, speaking, so, you know what? So speaking of see. speaking of a Northeast Ohio guy, you, you, I, I know you seen how uh, CJ McCullough, uh, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. I was yeah. like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that dude, that dude is on a he's on a different level. Well, man. Oh man, the Blazers had a good game. What well, Dave Lilly was he that's the dude who did everything he could to win that game last night. Yeah. And unfortunately <laughs> it just didn't uh it didn't go well for him. It's a man, I tell you something right now, it's a lot of, and, and it's kind of been the trend over the last maybe 10 to 15 to maybe even longer than that years at the NBA. It's super competitive, especially when it comes to playoff time in the West. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you got guys in the East getting 4 0, 4 1, 4 1, all this other stuff, but guys are going to, you know, almost, you know, deep into the series of these games where yeah. um, it's going to test the durability and availability of, of each ball club out there. So good luck to 
pretty much, you know, all the NBA teams, like you said, everybody know I'm going for the Nets because I don't see no. Oh, then we, we, you got beef, dude, because yeah, you know I'm, I'm going listen, for the Bucks. Listen, listen, when three <laughs> guys score 109. <laughs> hey, listen to me. I, I ain't hearing nothing you talking about right now, bro. We got, we got the freak. <laughs> we got the freak. We good, bro. Anyways, Speaking anyways. of, wait, speak, keep it in on NBA, man. Have you, I know you've been paying attention to how these fans been uh, treating these players lately with the with the Westbrook getting the popcorn poured on them. You got Kyrie getting a bottle thrown at him. And it was another incident I can't think of off the top uh, of my head. I think head. it was Trey Young. Trey Young with the Russian Yeah, players. Trey Young got spit on by yeah. – yeah, it's a, what, 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 like, I mean, like I say, I, I love my fans. I love – because, you know, without the fans, like, we wouldn't really be a lot. But, like, come on. It, it, like, no. <laughs> at, the, at the end of the day, at the end no. of the day I know fans – sometimes get caught up in the excitement and, and and being a part of that franchise and being a diehard fan. And they, and they kind of sometimes take that to another level when it comes to the blatantly disrespect of these players. And I think John Moran, his parents or his uh, wife and daughter experienced some type of hostility in uh, Utah when that series was going on. So for, for, uh, for players to go really? out there and, yeah, and not that. have that peace of mind that, you know, our families, our, our loved ones are can enjoy the game and, and be supportive without getting the opposing team rowdy fans up and things like that. But don't get me wrong. This don't go for all fans. This don't go for all fans of all ball clubs because speaking about the Utah situation with, with Jaws family, um, it was other Jazz fans that stepped up for Jaws family and got on the other Jazz fans who were hackling them and being disrespectful and basically letting them know, hey, these these few individuals don't represent us as a whole, as a as a as a Jazz Nation fan base. And mm-hmm. we stepped up, and they stepped up, and they and they took up for that. So, kudos to the for the fans who you know flirt with that thin line of being a fanatic and, and being respectful. But the ones that's you know going overboard. I mean, at the end of the day, these are grown men, these are athletes, these are women in some situations. Um, that's at the end of the day, you know, they still have the right to protect themselves and. Yeah, you know, a certain point of disrespect, people are not going to tolerate. And I'm glad that the NBA and other, I'm pretty sure, other uh, uh, professional sports and other sports period are going to take the approach of zero tolerance when it, zero tolerance when it comes to some of the things that fans are doing and saying. So um, yeah. I, I know that you know the Knicks guy who got a. Uh, all these guys getting banned for life. So yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. They they stadiums. doing a good job with that, but you know, speaking to the fans, you know, like, like I, I do, I get it, I do get the the excitement that you definitely cheer for your ball club. But you know, as long as I feel like as long as it's always sports related, like it's like it is what it like. You know, you could yell yeah. somebody suck and all that, whatever it may be. Like that's that's part of the game. But yeah. you spit on somebody or you throw a bottle at them, like come on, come on. Man. Yeah. like come on, man. like it's on the floor then like it ain't even about right the now, game no more. <laughs> at that point it ain't even about the game yeah being in it's not be too many things that get me out of my hookup when it comes to a fan or opposing team to get me out of my game or or get in my head mentally where I can't perform because I'm I'm chirping back or I'm worried about what somebody just said to me but certain things I think uh all bets are off. Yeah, <laughs> I remember. Hey, speaking of the fans, I, I got a flashback for you. <laughs> I got a flashback for you. How about when we was after you? You know, you put your infamous tweet out there that you, you know, 
you know. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, so we. I think the next. I think you got you got suspended for a game, and yeah. then the next week, maybe whatever you was eligible. I think we play Indiana. I remember yeah. they had that for war most They had like a sign. Oh, the signs. You, you, went down, you went down there and ripped the signs. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, that was that was funny, man. God, we good old days. But man, switching gears a little bit. I know we was briefly before we started, before we came on air, we was talking about Naomi Oshaka and her recent decision to withdraw from the French opener, and um, because of some of the things that she didn't want to do when it came to the media. Yeah. Um, I mean, her comments was pretty much. Uh, she wanted to pretty much step away or not want to do media because of her, you know, her mental health and everything she's yeah. gone through. So yeah. definitely be praying for her and her family as she battled through the everyday um, ups and downs, and especially being the number one tennis player in the world. I can only imagine the pressure that's right. on her in such a, a young age and things like that. Um, what do you think about her withdrawing? You know, honestly, um, I, I applaud her decision because you know, mental health is that's serious, man. And, you know, if you, you need to take some time at, at the end of the day, I get that, it, you know, we are, we're, we're sports athletes, we're entertainers and stuff like that. But like at the end of the day, you got to take care of the number one person that's most important and that's yourself. You know, if you got to take some time away to, to deal with your issues or deal with the problems that you have. I mean, that you got to do what you got to do. I mean, can, yeah. anybody that's mad at her, it, like, needs to seriously look at themselves in the mirror because, like, come on, I don't like, you want her to go out there and deal with, with mental issues and try to just to, to perform and try to make y'all happy? Like, what about herself? If she's, like, tear, falling apart inside, but she trying to put on this front that she good just to perform for y'all, like, that's not good. Like, don't y'all yeah. want everybody to be happy? inside and out so yeah she's doing the right thing and i mean as far as the media goes like like i think she said she uh she gets really nervous when she gets to uh, answer questions in front of the media something like that she said um I mean, it is, that's definitely tough. I mean, she i mean i'm pretty sure people will probably be like well she could have took the marshawn lynch approach um where she could have just, you know, I'm just here not to get fined. You know, that's what it is. But, you know, I, I applaud what she's doing. I think she's doing the right thing. You know, a lot, it allows everybody. She's not the focus anymore in the sport, you know. Like, she she gave it to them. Y'all got it this year. You know, I'm going to get myself right. Y'all go ahead and y'all do what y'all got to do so the show can still go on. So, I yeah. applaud it. Yeah, and she's such a great player. Clearly, she's not. You know, number one, number two, whatever she is, top in the world for no reason. Um, and, and and that comes with a lot of pressure, a lot of responsibilities. And at the end of the day, like you said, man, yeah, we're athletes, but but we're just like anyone else when it comes to dealing with the everyday struggles or whatever it may be. But my struggle may look different from your struggle, but it's still a struggle. And I still have to find ways to cope Absolutely. with it. I still have to find ways to deal with it. I still have to find ways to battle through it, especially playing at a, at a high stage of a, especially such an individualized sport as tennis or track and fields and things like that, where all your performance is based off based you. Based on you. Yeah. yeah. You don't want to put yourself in a position where she goes out there, got a lot of things on her mind, whatever she's dealing with, and she can't perform at her top level. And she go out there and get beat or not look as good as she's going to look because guess what? Then what? Then Dollars start to go out of her pocket and then sponsorships start to leave. And then mm-hmm. people start to question, you know, is she that good and blah, blah, blah. And all that stuff. So that just comes with a lot of more issues when you can't perform at the highest level or to your own standards, you know? And I think a couple of, um, a couple of people from the tennis world 
made some comments that she should be banned from the French opener for the rest of her career and all type of BS like this because I they want to go out there and see that, her play because you know she's going to feel... I ain't, I ain't never heard that yeah. one. <laughs> yeah, and like, you know, it just shows you how big... Clearly, it's a big money thing, but it just shows you how some of these major sports put the the dollar amount and filling these stands over that athlete's mental health or performance or just the well-being of the athlete overall. I mean, they yeah. say that because clearly if if I'm Naomi and I'm the best player and everyone's coming to see me every match from the first set, from the first game to the last game, well, I'm putting fans in the stands. I'm I'm supplying mm-hmm. – uh, I'm, I'm having an operate. Well, I'm the a huge reason why these concession stands are filling out because I got these stands in the stand. All these fans in the stands on top of, you know, they got to eat. They got to do all these other things. So um, it's going to be not a may. I, I don't know what type of money tennis is really bringing in, especially with the COVID restrictions, how many fans they can have anyway. But it's going to be a blow to, to mm-hmm. that already on top of her not playing. So um, – like yeah. I said, kudos to her. Definitely will be praying for her and her family as she battled through whatever she's battling through. And and hopefully she is uh, mm-hmm. ready for, you know, whatever next major tournament is coming up and she can perform and show, you know, the world and show her own life. She's the, you know, one of the top yeah. tennis players in the world. I'll leave you with you can't you can't put a price on a peace of mind. That's one thing that I always learn. <laughs> that's crazy. I just that's yeah. That's a great point. That's a great point. So, yeah, we'll see, man. Switching gears to one of the things that we can talk about till we blew in the face. Ohio State <laughs> football, less than a hundred days away mm. uh, until the to the foot hits the ball to to what well, Coach Marty's always say to preparation. What to something? I don't know. Uh, we prepare. Preparation ends when the foot. Oh hits yeah, the yeah. Ball. Preparation ends when the foot <laughs> hits the ball. So we less than a hundred days away. Um, until then, and uh, we can finally go out there and see our Buckeyes play uh, against a really good Oregon team, but not you know, well, a really good Oregon program. I don't know how well the team will be this year. Haven't kept up with them last year, especially because of the COVID stuff and mm-hmm. the Pac-12 starting extremely late. Uh, but speaking about the Pac-12, man, I'm gonna I'm gonna read you a quote, and you let me know what you think of this quote. And this is from you know, hold on now, don't Oregon. hurt yourself, don't hurt you because I know you you know hook use. Come on now. Read, read it good now. Read it good. <laughs> this is from Oregon's athletic director, Rob Mullins. He wants to show Ohio State what Pac-12 football is like this fall. Mm. So your AD coming out <laughs> and making a bold statement to the Buckeyes on the performance of not just Oregon, but the Pac-12 and he's going to show he's going to shock the world. He's going to shock the world when those when those ducks come flapping their wings into Ohio Stadium. That AD is ready to shock the world. Hey, <laughs> you know what though? I, hold on now. Let give him a little little bit of credit now. A little bit of credit when we when we did play them in the national championship. You know. I definitely did look at them like, you know, this is just a pack, you know, the pack to a, you know, what is that? They That's a passing league. You know, ain't no, they, don't, they don't play no good ball over there type thing. They just, you know, they built off of just speed and stuff like that. So I will say they, and when we played them, like they came out and they was, that running back was running their ball pretty hard. So I give them that, you know, I give them that. They, they got it there. They got some great players in the pack 12, but 
come on, man. Like, I, I get that you tried to fire your team up. Like, I do. I get it. Like, <laughs> you try to you try to build some some momentum for your team to to uh, go out here and try to pull this upset. But come on, man. I just yeah. about to happen like that, man. I don't know why you even man comments. I believe comments like that should stay within the program, should stay in house because you don't want to give the other team, your opponent, fuel. You don't want to give mm-hmm. them more reason to want to come out there and smash your face in. You don't want to give I Ryan mean, Day. I, you don't want to give Ryan Day. Hold on. Wait a minute. Listen, 12. Ryan like, Day was going to beat you They, are, they already mad that we won the national championship. So they are, that's in their head off a rip. Okay, I'm going to tell you that right now. AD, you don't want to. Okay. Yeah. We're going to pump that all camp. We're going to pump. Oh, last time we played these guys, they, you know, they beat us. Blah, blah, that's our redemption. Blah, blah, blah. Let's keep that in-house. But when you make public comments like this, oh, we're going to show those guys what Pac-12 football is about. You don't want to get the other team ammunition, more ammunition. Now, Ryan Day, he was going to run the ball in the third quarter when you guys were up, when Ohio State was up 35. Was he? Keep passing. Wait a minute. Was, was, keep passing. was he, though? Nah, was nah, he going? he's going to keep passing. <laughs> he was going to do that. Wait, he was going to do that anyway. So let's quit that. Uh, he going to do that yeah. anyway. Hey, so when that foot, that foot was going to come off the cellar a little bit in the third and <laughs> fourth, guess what he's going to do? I'm going to remind him of that tweet. He's gonna freaking he gonna he gonna mash the pedal to the gas. Hey, they got a stand on it now. They done put it out there. Now this is the thing. So say say they go out there and you know probably Ohio State wins 63-12. Let's give them that. Jesus. What 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 does that say about Jesus? <laughs> so that means that all the pack all that all the teams in that conference is like this, huh? That's that's the type of ball y'all play. So, I know, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's gonna be interesting. It shall be interesting. Yeah, I should say. Interesting, and then you know one thing. You know, as a player though, Tyvis, can you, especially in college? You know, college is more kind of a the world of social media it when is. you come to the athletic world. You know, social media plays a huge part on it. When you were in college, did you find yourself searching your name on Twitter? <laughs> looking, at, looking after after a game that you know you ain't play as well. Woo! Maybe you, hey, maybe you missed a tackle, gave up a catch or something like that in a critical situation, even though we still maybe pulled that win off. You find yourself searching your name on Twitter. And then comments like this, do you think the players are going to keep that in the back of their head? Like, okay. Listen to me. This. Listen to me. I'm going to tell you, like, I, I can't I can't speak for, like, Ohio State now, like the players that's there now, because I don't really know them that well. But let's say that they tweeted that back when you and I was there. Ball I'm all over it. Listen, <laughs> listen to me. Not a, we would have favored the tweet, right? Leading up to the game, we would have kept retweeting the tweet. And then after we blew them out, we would definitely put like like a bunch of memes and just laughing at it. Like, remember for this? Sure. For sure. <laughs> so yeah, for we, sure. we would have definitely humili- humiliated this AD for saying this. But, yeah, you know, it's, it's no, a different. I don't know how they are now, but, you know, I'm just throwing it out there. I'll tell you what, I'm about to go favorite the tweet. <laughs> I'm about to go, I'm going to do it for I don't think it was a tweet. It was a comment that he made to one of his press. Well, it's, it's somewhere on social but media. A, but, yeah, mm-hmm. of course, one of the Ohio State websites or something like that, they freaking tweeted it out and made it say what they said. So I'm going to save that and going to see if Rob Mullins have a social media, and I'm going to send that to him after the game. <laughs> but, um, yeah, for sure, being in a situation, I know when we played, I love that. I can't oh, wait yeah. to see, especially when a player on the opposite team takes and stuff like that. 
Um, I think Landon Collins mentioned something when we was getting ready to play them in the national championship game. Mm. Or, no, we was getting ready to play them in the semifinals. Yeah, and the Sugar he Bowl. said that they were uh, – this was a – this is a scrimmage for the national championship game. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's uh, against us. It's scrimmage before the night. It gets ready for that shit. Did, did he say that for real? I said, oh, okay. Oh, oh I got to okay. go look that one up. Yeah, it was in one of the interviews that you have. You know, the press interviews that you have before the game's leading up. So I, I know right, yeah, that I know you personal. Um, I said, okay, we'll see. Let's see. That's why you yeah. so so that's why you had to go see him in the game. That's why I had to go see about it. That's why I had to go Hollywood. <laughs> you know, it's like uh, and then uh, I think it was Mariota in the national championship game. Uh, so, you know, yeah, they got a they got a really good uh freshman quarterback. Talk that's what he me. said to you. Yeah, because <laughs> I haven't played his third game ever playing. Oh, they got a you know, they got a pretty decent freshman quarterback. <laughs> I said, but I've been in college just as long as you. <laughs> Wait a minute. Hey, they was he was sending shots. Mariota was sending shots like that. But you know what it was? I think that was just misinformation that he had. But still, though, I take it personal. And, you know, I, I never like, hey, guys, look what these guys said. But it just gave me a little more feel. You give the benefit more. of the doubt if you want to. Yeah. So, but that's pretty much that's yeah, pretty you, much it. So that, I definitely, that's nice that you you go give him the benefit of the doubt. Now he he said the shot at you. He, he nah, knew what it was because nah, everybody get the look. They get the whole team roster. He seen what you he seen you know red shirt uh sophomore. He seen it. No, no, no. Listen, <laughs> tell him what it is. That's what it was. Red shirt sophomore. Man, it's all it's all good though, man. It's all good, but. Hey, man, thanks for joining us for another week of Roommates brought to you by Letterman Row, myself, Cardell Jones, Tyvis Powell. Catch you guys later. Go Bucks.